start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Hey, what's up, everyone? Back again with another new episode. It's been felt like it's been a a pretty hot minute since I've done one. That's because it has been been about probably like at least a week since I've done one, which is okay. Like I've been spreading the episodes a little bit. That's kind of the premise right now. So, you know, instead of doing it every day, plus I don't always have the time right now. Not saying that I'm losing interest in the show, but job scheduling conflicts is the reason why these things kind of take a step back with the show, which is fine because it gave me a chance to really see the numbers and analytics and all that shit pop. And it's crazy right now because I'm looking at my numbers and literally the Christmas episode has shot up tremendously to be the number one fucking episode on my entire show of all the episodes the christmas episode that i've done last year shot way past um marriage counseling which was number one for a while and it's like double almost double than what marriage counseling has been so it's kind of weird because you know the episode was produced last year but all of a sudden this year it went on somewhat of a meteoric rise so yeah whatever appreciate it thank you thank you for listening regardless all right so i haven't done an episode um, hopefully, hopefully everybody had a really Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whether it be um, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever, whatever you guys decide to celebrate. Hopefully it, it went all well for you. Um, my Christmas was pretty lame. You know, being overseas, is it's different. You know, you're not near your family. It's almost impossible to call them in, it's in some cases or send a text message. So you do the sort of the, the best that you can to communicate. But I did get in contact with some of my family, whether it be phone or text. Whichever was easier, I've managed to do that. Somebody's coughing in the background, it's whatever. So I managed to get like some sort of communication, but you're not around your family, and that shit kind of like suck, you know. So I, I, I was going to do an episode yesterday for Christmas, but I didn't do um, an episode. So, you know, now it's the 26th. So this may potentially be the very last episode of the year not the last episode entirely the last episode of the year um taking a road trip i'm, I'm still debating on whether or not i want to take where i'm going taking this show with me but i don't know i'm probably just not going to um and if that's the case there won't be another show till like the 6th of january so i'll be taking a little bit of a lengthy pause in between this but i wanted to do one episode before you know the end of the year more or less. And what I'm going to go over tonight is kind of like my own personal recap of the year, how my year went, and then just overall, like, major events around the world, um, like the writer's strike and the continuation of the war in Ukraine and other small events, and then also, like, celebrity deaths. There's been quite a few celebrity deaths. A couple of them were pretty shocking. Um, that's happened this year, but I'm going to go through as much as I can to kind of recap what this... Uh, what this year we're leaving behind. Um, but first, you know, for me, I'd say this year was um, this year was productive. It definitely was productive, and I think I've hit a milestone or a point in my life where I'm completely out of my shell. This shell of insecurity, holding myself back, uncertainty, all these things that kind of kept me in this this uh, this shell. I think it's finally out. I'm finally out of it. And it's weird because I asked my dad. He was, we're pretty much very quirky people the same way. And I asked him too. I was like, when did you get out of your shell? You know, when did you become more, I'm getting a little static. Hold on one second. Ah, fuck. Yeah, I asked him when he got out of his shell. And he was kind of like the same way around my age. So maybe it's like a hereditary type deal. So anyway, um, for me, the year was really, really productive. I honestly say uh, a lot of cool things happened this year. Um, 
don't think I really lost any family members. Thank goodness for that. Um, of course, I had no major illnesses, nothing crazy. You know, everybody, everybody seemed for the most part very well. Um, of course, people came and go at my job. You know, being in the military, people come and go and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I went to see my dad this year, um, which was pretty cool. About a few months, uh, actually a couple of months ago, I went to go see him. Um, of course, continuing the podcast, the podcast is growing ever so much. I mean, not like meteoric rises, but it's growing. Um, but I don't know. I, I'd say this year was definitely an eye opener. There was a point, though, I really felt like I was somewhat going through a midlife crisis. Then it seemed like I hit a point where I'm like, you know, what? it feels like I'm aging backwards. I mean, by the look at me, if you see me in person, I'll fix the static shit's driving me nuts right now. Um, <laughs> give me a second. To fix this little technical difficulty. All right, so um, God, give me a second, Jesus. All right, so yeah, it felt like I'm aging backwards more or less. I think um, yes, I'm going forward in age, but it feels like mentally I'm going backwards in the sense I'm feeling more youthful. I guess I'm more sure of myself and you know stuff like that. I'm not like reserved like I was perhaps maybe in my twenties into my thirties. Um, but now I feel like I can take things a little bit more head on than ever before i think i that's one of the, my biggest things is i have i've accomplished i got out of my shell and of course you know my marriage is still going pretty strong uh we had our 11 year anniversary 12 years together this past october uh this past year overall we were still trucking so i'm, I'm grateful for that you know me and my wife were doing better in a, in a sense of just everything you know we're growing you know it's ever improving growing getting stronger uh, more together um, and then, you know, having to go overseas now, it's just, um, not exactly what I expected for this year, but that's, it is what it is kind of deal. Um, yeah, I mean, all you can hope for, uh, into the new year, whatever the case is, is just happiness, wealth, of course, health, health is wealth as well as money. You know, I think health is way more important than money, but in this day and age to, to somewhat stay healthy, you do need money as well, but not with all cases. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people like, okay, the new year is coming, new you, new me, whatever. Now, nah, fuck that. I did an episode last year right before New Year's turning into 2023, and I was like, that whole new me, new this, cutting off fake friends. I hear it all the time around this year after Christmas, and it'd be the same shit. I see them like a few days later, a month later into the new year, talking about the same shit, fake friends and all this negativity and toxicity. I'm like, yeah, you, you preach the same thing. Every goddamn year, it's the same thing. You're wasting your time. Um, you're really wasting your time. Um, but no, I, I I can reflect back on this year with certainty and say that it was a pretty good it was a pretty good year. Of course, there's things that annoyed me and stuff, but that's like with everything. But nonetheless, it it was a very I say it was a really good year, man. Overall, you know, 2023 for some though, you know, not quite. But that's just the way it is. It's hit or miss for people, and then it's like um. I'm going to look up some of the, the biggest events of 2023, too. Um, go down through a quick list. Uh, let me see. Biggest events of 2023. Because, I mean, what better way to end the year than with a recap of everything that's happened, whether it be personal, entertainment, uh, whatever the case is. You know, um, just all together. So I'm going to find um, facts. I'm going to find a quick little thing here. Uh, the year review kind of deal, um, looking back at shit, because um, it's quite a bit happened this year, I, I personally think, so I think that's like with every year, um, a lot of shit 
has happened. So I'm trying to find like a nice comprehensive list of some some events I think that anybody would like kind of look at um, all throughout. But let's see. Um, uh, this is this is a little too deep. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Ten most significant world events of 2023. I want to look at it on a global perspective. Um, some of the biggest things that happened this year. Uh, let's see. Space race. I need something a little bit more. This there's a. I'm trying to find a really good list of uh, events. Pop culture, current events in 2023, Meiji events. I don't know. I need a good site. Just give me. A, just bear with me. I'm working on this here. Um, okay, let me go to the top tens. There's a there's a website called the Top Tens. It gives a little quick top ten things that happened in 2023. Um, okay, number one would be the Super Mario Brothers movie gets released. Um, it was definitely one of the biggest uh, movies to get released this year. In fact, it kind of broke the video game curse in the sense of. Um, you know, video game movies becoming video games becoming movies. As you know, if you went, go back in time, the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, the the live action one was a complete horrendous shit show. I personally liked the movie, but it was heavily panned. And I guess they used the formula instead of using live action, go animated. So a lot of people were a little skeptical, especially with Chris Pratt uh, being the voice of Mario, which nobody would have ever thought. But it worked really, really well. Uh, number two, Twitter changes to X. I don't know why, but people made a big-ass fucking deal about it. And I think it really just went to uh, the idea that Elon Musk was taking over. And I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are not fans of Elon Musk for various reasons. So the idea of him taking over Twitter and turning it into X, which looks like the logo of some, like, porn site, really, really sort of threw people off. They didn't like it. It was like, what the fuck is this? Number three, the Barbenheimer phenomenon yes this shit took over the cinemas back in the summertime um i went to go see oppenheimer and i mean it was a fantastic fucking film and i was gonna go see barbie like right after but it seemed like the movies are coming out at the same time so somebody thought like well why don't we make this uh phenomenon let's, let's combine both uh oppenheimer and barbenheimer together and see what happens and then you know this uh barbie and oppenheimer i'm sorry put it together and it was like this big big selling tool and it worked because people went to buy they went to see both movies in fact <clears throat> when i went to go see oppenheimer you had people that was going to see barbie dressed up as barbie you had people who were dressed up somewhat like the 1940s oppenheimer theme thing it was kind of weird i had a barbenheimer t-shirt which is uh which is pretty funny so um yeah it was, I don't know. I think that was like one of the most fun times in cinema. I think when they um, cross promoted these two films, I think it worked really well. And then number four, the Ukraine war, the Ukraine war uh, drags on. Yeah, it's been two years now. It's still going. Um, and it wasn't like any end in sight. It's not very much ground that each side is gaining right now, which which just just makes this frustrating. It's like somebody's got to fucking decide like this shit is over. Let's just stop it. Let's just put this shit to an end or something. And then number five, the Titan submersible incident. Yeah, this shit was, um, it didn't even have to happen. If they just not have it, just like fucking bother, like bother the Titanic or go see the Titanic. Just imagine a bunch of, a couple of rich dudes with money to dispose on anything, but just decided, hey, let's, let's get inside this little fucking tuna can and go down into the Titanic and go see it. What is it to see down there? absolutely nothing it's a wrecked ship let the shit rest in peace and this is a testament that just shows that stop fucking with the titanic 
It is over. Don't bother it. Leave it alone. Move on with your life. So that was that was just lives right there that just didn't need to perish. All because you have money. Just because you have money, you want to go see the Titanic. You want to see the Titanic? Go watch the damn movie. All right, number six, Turkey is Syria earthquake. Um, this um, earthquake, oof. Um, there was a seven point eight, and it was dead. It was um deadlier than any other worldwide since Haiti in two thousand ten. Um, quite a few people did lose their lives, and a lot of the infrastructure was just like gone from the Turkish earthquake. And again, earthquakes don't you know they're kind of hard to predict. Sometimes they just happen, but they're working on technologies that would make it easier to predict um, earthquakes. But again, you know these things just happen. They're even happening now in places you didn't even think could happen. Um, I know somewhere in the south, like places in Tennessee and Kentucky, are starting to record. Um, they're starting to record more uh, earthquakes. So, yeah, even who knows? You can't really predict this. You can't really predict these things. Number seven, the U.S. Speaker of the House election fiasco. I didn't pay that shit any mind, so I don't care. Uh, Pope Benedict's Fourteenth uh, funeral. I forgot that was even a thing. I'll be honest with you. I didn't even. I forgot the man passed away. All right, um, number nine, All Quiet on the Western Front wins seven BAFTAs, including Best Film. All Quiet on the Western Front was actually a pretty good film. Um, I read the book a long time ago. There was a 1970s uh, adaptation of the movie, but this is more of a modern int, uh, modern take on it. And, you know, of course, more better visuals and everything else, not a lot of particle effects and, you know, that kind of deal. And then number 10, the Hawaiian wildfires, which is still like the big conspiracy. Some people say that the government started the fire. Some people say that, you know, it was, you know whatever it was. But if the, the, the thing is, it was a storm out in the Pacific that was blowing some very violent winds towards the, you know, Hawaii. With that being said, the, the weather out there was really, really dry. So these winds blowing really fast, there's no rain, brush fires, and it just kind of torched so much shit. A lot of people did lose their lives. I mean, um, it says here, this is Hawaii's most severe natural disaster in recorded history. Um, it says, uh, one of the islands is ablaze and the city of Maui is affected. The loss of life is unprecedented. For Hawaii, rest in peace to all the families lost there, and prayers for their families. Yeah, that 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 was like crazy. The Hawaiian wildfire because it's how fast and how rapid the fires happen, and it's probably going to be a while before um, the, the that city of Maui, that town in Maui, like pick up the pieces. But ever since then, you haven't heard very much of it. It just kind of disappeared. I don't know. Um, I don't know. You would. There has to be more things that happened this past year. I mean, of course there are, but um, what these lists do, they just kind of highlight the big, big things like the Hawaii fires, Ukraine war, shit like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a crazy year all around, especially weather. I know in Clarksville, those tornadoes we just had was like one way to end the fucking year. Like I've never seen anything like that, and I wasn't there at the time. But from what my wife told me. Um, th- it was it was really really bad, really really bad. They're still cleaning up and picking up the pieces. I think everybody's got their power back on, um, but for Clarksville that was like a that was a big one, big one, big one. All right, so now of course I'm gonna go to the saddest part is uh, celebrity deaths of uh, 2023, and there's a lengthy lengthy list of celebrity deaths and like some that really just caught us completely fucking off guard like um 
Yeah, I think the one that caught me off guard the most was the most recent one, uh, James McCaffrey, um, famous for doing the voice of Max Payne because his voice is just so iconic. If you ever played Max Payne or familiar with video games um, or even television shows, he also played in, like, Rescue Me, I believe, too. Um, yeah, I lost him about a couple of, like, a couple of, like last week, a few days ago, uh, we lost him. I'm going to go through as much of the list as possible um, of some of the celebrities we lost. And we lost a lot, man. A lot of the childhood died this past year. I remember, I think I've, I don't think I've seen a year so bad with celebrity deaths since 2016. I think that year we lost quite a bit of celebrities, too. So this is almost just pretty much on par. So um, I'm reading a, a website. Um, oh, Entertainment. Uh, EntertainmentWeekly.com. They have... Uh, they just published this yesterday, actually, uh, stars that we've lost in 2023. And I was going to wait until December 31st because it's still a few days where you might get one or two people that may pass. But I may not have time to do it. So that's why I'm doing the show now as a um, end of the year closeout. So Entertainment Weekly, they start the um, article. It was published yesterday. <clears throat> it says, in memory of the actors, musicians, authors, and other famous faces who have died to include Matthew Perry, Andre Brower, Tina Turner, Harry Belafonte, Raquel Weff, and Lisa Marie Presley. I forgot Lisa Marie Presley even died. And then it's just, of course, a whole list of other people. So I'm going to go breeze through it as much as possible. I'm going to read as many um, people as possible because this list is pretty lengthy. Um, but they got the first one on here, Richard Franklin. He's best known for Doctor Who. He died. Um, oh, she died yesterday. Fuck, I didn't even know that. But um, he's best known for his role as Captain Mike Yates on Doctor Who. He died yesterday at age 87. He made his first appearance in the role in 1971. And he's also played in Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, Interesting. Okay, this guy I just heard just recently died too. Next one, Kamara De Los Reyes. Reyes. Uh, He's an actor best known for his long-running stint as Antonio Vega on One Life to Live. He died on Christmas Eve after a brief battle with cancer. He was 56. Yeah, 56. Uh, Neil Nanda, I think he just passed away, too, also on Christmas Eve. Stand-up comedian Neil Nanda, uh, he died at age 32. His manager confirmed to EW a cause of death was not revealed. He was born in Atlanta, and he first developed his interest in stand-up while in high school and moved to L.A. in 2013 to pursue his comedy career. Yeah. Next one, uh, Bobby Jean Carter. Yeah, she just passed away on the 23rd. She's actually the, the founding member of the, the Dixie Chicks, a.k.a. the uh, the Dixies, which I think is, uh, or the Chicks. No, they, I'm sorry, they call it the Chicks, which is fucking stupid. Uh, she's Bobby Jean Carter, the sister of Nick and Aaron Carter, died December 23rd in Florida at the age of 41. Uh, cause of death was not revealed. Carter worked as a wardrobe stylist and makeup artist for Aaron Carter's tours back in the day. And um, is she a... Uh, no, was she the founder of Dixie Chicks? Some, what if somebody was. Somebody says she was, but nonetheless, Aaron Carter's sister passed away um, at the age of 41. The next one, Mike Nussbaum. He's a veteran Chicago stage actor who had roles in several films. He died on December 23rd at the age of 99. Uh, he began his theater career in the 1950s and met playwright David Mamet while at Chicago's Second City. So Second City is kind of like a real famous... Um, um, theater, like it's, it, I know a lot of comedians started in Second City and, and actors as well. Um, he also played in Field of Dreams, Fatal Attraction, and Men in Black. All right, Laura Lynch, the founding member of the beloved country band, The Chicks. There we go. D- 
Dixie chick. We're going to say Dixie chick. I'm not with that PC shit. Uh, died in a car accident in West Texas on December 22nd. She co-founded the Dixie Chicks in 1989 with Robin Lynn Macy, Marty McGuire, and Emily Strayer. She played the upright bass and provided lead vocals on the first three Chicks records. Recently passed away. Jim Ladd, the Los Angeles radio icon who went on to champion rock music on Sirius XM, uh, tracked for over a decade, died on December 17th at the age of 75 from a heart attack. James McCaffrey, this one, this guy fucked me up when, they, when, I first, when I first heard he passed away because I'm a big Max Payne fan and I love his narrative storytelling in the, in the video game. Um, the actor known for voicing the title of Max Payne across the hit video game trilogy uh, died on December 17th at the age of 65 after a battle with cancer. His TV credits include New York Undercover, Viper, the Big Easy, Sex in the City, The Job, Rescue Me, and the, the list goes on and on and on. I'm telling you right now, if you've never played Max Payne, or even like look up some videos on James McCaffrey as uh, Max Payne, and his voice will literally just have you so intrigued with chills running down your spine. This man was an ultimate star. Like if I had to have someone to narrate my day-to-day, it would definitely have to be James McCaffrey, for sure. Um, and of course, again, he, he actually did play in the Max Payne movie, but he played a very small role when he could have been Max Payne himself, but instead they gave it the fucking Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, next person, Colin Burgess. He's the original drummer of ACDC, died on December 16th at the age of 77. Kenny DeFrost, uh, a stand-up comedian best known for his appearances on late-night talk shows, died on December 13th at the age of 37 after being hit by a car while riding an e-bike. Yeah, I think I've heard of this. He, this was um, actually in Manhattan, I believe this happened. Um, the accident, which occurred on December 8th, was announced on the GoFundMe page, originally created by his friend and fellow comedian Ryan Beck to help with his recovery. Yeah, it's... It's crazy stuff. Um, Andrew Brower, you guys know him from um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He played in Glory. Yeah, he passed away, too. And that's another one that kind of caught me off guard as well. Now, I wasn't a big Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan. I mean, I've sat there and watched a couple of episodes, but that's it. Like, I never really got into the shit like that. But um, Andrew Brower, he's the the Emmy Award-winning actor best known for playing Captain Raymond Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Detective Frank Pempleton on Homicide. Life on the street. He died on December 11th. Okay, what the fuck's with this static, man? I'm working on it. Just give me a second. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Man, I got all these hoo-hoos fucking making all this noise downstairs. I swear, I can't get not a moment's peace in this motherfucker. Uh, he passed away December 11th at the age of 61. Yeah, he was battling lung cancer, but I don't think he... Um, he haven't told anybody. It's like when um, whatchamacallit died... Um, the guy that played Black Panther, um, God, I'm having a brain fart because I'm worried about this damn static. Um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Bo- um, Bro- you know who I'm talking about, Boseman, uh, Boswick, Chadwick Boswick. He um, died of cancer, and he still continued to do um, the Black Panther and Marvel movies. He didn't tell anybody about it. I mean, people close to him had to know, but the dude was like, "Fuck it, I'm still gonna do a movie," which is pretty dope in itself. All right, uh, let's see. Trying to keep this away from the static. Uh, Camden Toy. He's an actor known for playing monstrous supernatural creatures on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Died on December 11th at 68 battling pancreatic cancer for two years. Michael Blakemore. 
um, a stage director renowned for both his work on the West End and Broadway, died on December 10th following a short illness. He was 95. Well-renowned actor, well-educated actor um, and playwright. Stan Rogow, uh, the Emmy-nominated producer behind the Disney Channel hit Lizzie McGuire, died at 75 on December 7th at UCLA Medical Center. Anna Cardwell, um, the eldest daughter of reality TV star Mama June Shannon and half-sister, uh, died on December 9th after a 10-month battle with cancer. She was only 29. Just imagine, 29, and you just lose your battle, your life to cancer like that. Like, It's fucking sad. Ryan O'Neal, um, you guys know him, the Oscar-nominated actor whose tum um, tumultuous personal life always threatened to overshadow his work in films like early 70s hits Love Story, Paper Moon, he died on December 8th. He was 82. He was battling. He was diagnosed with chronic leukemia in 2001 and with prostate cancer in 2012. Wow. Yeah. And then it's crazy because his um, death came three years after the death of his longtime love, Farrah Fawcett, from anal cancer. It's cancer everywhere, man. Cancer sucks. It really sucks. Ellen Holly, the pioneering One Life to Live actress who became the first black performer in a starring role in the U.S. daytime television series, died on December 6th at 92. She's black? I'm looking at her right now. She doesn't look not a single ounce of black. Sure. Um, Andrea Faye Friedman. She broke ground with her portrayal of Amanda Swanson in the 90s TV drama Life Goes On. She died of complications of Alzheimer's disease on December 3rd at the age of 53. All right, I, there's a long-ass list, so out of respect, I, I, I would like to read everybody, but it's a lot of people. So I'm going to go down the list, and I'm going to read some of the more familiar names that I know of um, who passed away. Like this next one, obviously, Norman Leader. You guys know I'm a big TV fan. I'm a big fan of old-school television shows, and Norman Leader was the pioneer of damn near every show I've watched as a young kid, and here it is. He passed away on December 5th at the age of 101. The man lived 101 years, seen it all, did it all, been everywhere. And, of course, there's no need to read his bio. The man has done, like, every damn 70s TV show you could think of. Up all, he, you know, he's producing TV shows all the way into the 2000s. Um, cause of death was cardiac arrest. He had a heart attack, died in his home. Born in 1922. That man. Give it, the Norman Lear, man, he's going to be missed. All right, I'm going to keep going down the list. Like I said, I'm going to pick some names as I go along because there's a lot of people. Some of these names, I'll be honest, I haven't heard. I'll be here all night reading names if I just don't fucking uh, just pick some names. Okay, Jean Knight, the Grammy-nominated singer behind the 1971 hit Mr. Big Stuff. She died on November 22nd of natural causes. She was 80 years old. All right, let's see who else. Um, there's a lot of deaths, man. I didn't realize these many people had passed away, but not all of these were like, um, heavily televised deaths. Uh, Dana, um, Dana Carvey's son, Dex, he died after an accidental drug overdose on November 15th at 32. Uh, let's see, I'm going down the list. Like I said, I'm trying to get through as much as possible, but I'm only reading just fucking, like, celebrities that were, like, really, really big. Not, except not it's, you know. Uh, Matthew Perry. That's another one. I think that caught everybody completely off guard, too. Matthew Perry... Uh, he passed away on October 28th. He was 54. Uh, his death was determined to be acute effects of ketamine. The man was going through a rough patch, drugs, alcohol, you name it. You would think somebody like Matthew Perry had it all, like everything was going well for him. But again, these celebrities are people like everybody else. Like these, they go through trials and tribulations. They got shit going on that you're not always going to see that you and I may go through. And 
you know, nobody cares about, but, you know, he's, he's, he's got issues like everybody else. All right, this next one, Richard Maul. Now, if you guys remember Night Court, Night Court was a funny-ass show from 1984 to about 1992. Richard Maul was the tall um, court clerk. He played Bull. Yeah, he passed away on October 26th at the age of 80. Yeah, I, that kind of took me for a loop, too, because, I mean, honestly, the, the dude... He was one of my favorite characters in the show and just passed away like that. And also he had a, uh, the role in Scary Movie. All right, Richard Roundtree. You guys know him as Shaft. He passed away on October 24th from pancreatic cancer at 81. From Shaft to every damn black exploitation movie back in the day. Uh, this man's done it all. And he passed away. Um, let's see. Just going down on this. There's so many people. Suzanne Summers. Yes, Chrissy from uh, Three's Company. She died on October 15th. Uh, she was one day shy for 77th birthday. Yeah, that one kind of took me off, too, because, again, I'm a big fan of Three's Company, so that kind of just really threw me off. Um, let's see who else. I'm just going through this list. Uh, Burt Young, the guy that played um, Paulie and Rocky, passed away on October 8th. He was 83. All right, so I'm just I'm going to just breeze through. There's so many people. Uh, Dick Buttkiss. Uh, David McCollum, he plays Ducky in um, NCIS. Mm, who else? Uh, it's just so many people. I mean, I'm I'm just like breezing through this. They got like every person that practically passed away, and I can I will go through this. It'll take me all night, or it'll take me a bit just to get through it all. But um, yeah, it's just so many, and I'm only up to August. But you kind of get the idea of how many people passed away. I mean, I will keep going, but it's it's quite a bit of people. Uh, that's passed away. Um, but yeah, it's it's like that every year, man. You know, we like to think that our childhood, uh, that celebrities can be immortal, but they they're just not, man. They die like we do. They have problems like we do. You know, they just it's just everything. They're human. Um, they're just human. All right, I'm gonna look up some of. Uh, I think I want to look take a look at some of the. Uh, let me see. I guess biggest movies of 2023. Yeah, let's do it. Biggest movies of 2023. I'm gonna look at it right now. Box office mojo. I'm gonna go by the I'm gonna go by the name of the movies and the figures of how much these movies made. It's no it's no question. I think Barbie made the most. Um, let's see. It's a whole list of fucking movies here. I'm gonna just yeah, it's too many damn movies. I'm gonna just go with the top ten. Um, starting from number ten. Actually, no, 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 no. let's start at number fifteen. Hunger Games coming in, finishing up at um 315 million. Number 14, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny made $383 million. Meg 2, The Trench, $395 million. I'm going over worldwide figures, okay? Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast, $438 million. John Wick, $440 million. Uh, number 10, Ant-Man and the Wasp, $476 million, followed by Elemental. Uh, Mission Impossible is number 8. Little Mermaid is number 7. Number 6 is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I don't know why Fast X is number five, but Fast X made about $704 million. Don't know fucking why. Number four, The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oppenheimer is number three at $952 million. The Super Mario Brothers movie, $1.3 million. And the number one movie of the year is Barbie at one point. Oh, and am I reading these figures right now? I'm sorry. <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers movie is $1.3 billion. And Barbie is number one at $1.4 billion.
I mean, there was always the question of which movie was going to be the biggest seller. Obviously, Barbie has more appeal, mass appeal. Not kids don't know who the fuck Robert Oppenheimer is. That would be more like for adults and World War II fanatics like myself. Science geeks. Everybody know who Barbie is. So yeah, Barbie was going to completely outsell Oppenheimer. I've seen that coming, but nonetheless, they, both movies did a phenomenal job. And Super Mario Brothers kind of just kind of just laid it out so i mean shout out to ball shout out to all the movies man hey listen after the pandemic everybody went back out so when the pandemic's over like people went back out so all right so let's see what else i could check for this year that's passed by weather phenomenon maybe i could go over some weather issues biggest weather uh phenomenons of the year uh, let's see maybe i can go through that real quick Biggest weather 2023. Let's do it. I bet. Top 10 most impactful events of 2023. All right, let's, I'm going to go through that real quick, and I'm probably just going to wrap up the show. Uh, this is on AccuWeather.com. Top 10 most impactful weather events of 2023. Uh, oh, yeah, the Canadian wildfires. How can I forget about that? Yeah, that is also a, a big deal. Left New York completely in orange skies. Uh, let's see. El Nino nearly uh, El Nino nears historic strength. The hottest year in recorded history. Six record-breaking months and two seasons, summer and autumn, were recorded in 23 as making this the hottest year ever recorded. Hurricane Lee stirs up rough surf and dangerous rip currents along the East Coast. What else happened? Hurricane Adalia slams Florida's nature coast. Uh, deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century sweeps through Maui, Hawaii. Yeah, the shit killed over like a hundred people. Destroyed damn near the entire town. Uh, smoke from Canada's worst ever wildfire season blankets U.S. cities. You know, it's funny because the, the fires were going on, but they never, I don't even know if they stopped. There was never like a point where they were like, yeah, the fire stopped. We're done. It's completely 100% ex uh, extinguished. Never announced. I guess it just kind of fucking went out on its own and it was not, wasn't a big deal anymore. Uh, drought busting atmospheric records unload record breaking snow this year. The most noticeable tornado outbreak of the year. Uh, violent E4 tornado rips through Mississippi, killing 17 people. Uh, record breaking January tornado outbreak is like one of the top number one events. So, I mean, yeah, you know, we can sit here and go through a whole episode about climate change and global warming. Nonetheless, the weather is getting more violent. I will say that. And I'm not saying that we're that we're in no shape, way, or form contributing to this because we are. But if you go back into the world's history, the the world has been through so many different, more violent phases of weather that maybe this is just another phase that the world is going through that we're sort of changing as well. That's where the global warming thing comes into place. There's no doubt that we're doing some damage to this place. Absolutely, we're bleeding the earth fucking dry. But you got to understand, the earth has naturally been doing shit on its own. And it's going to continue doing things on its own, but we're just kind of changing the course a little bit, uh, more or less. But um, before I close out this episode, I'm just like, um, and I'm sorry for a little bit of the static and stuff like that. A um, little bit of, got a lot of electronics around me. I'm trying to work on that. But um, yeah, I, I just, after looking back at this year, I'd say it was pretty good. I, I'd say it was pretty good. You know, me and my wife were healthy. We're good. We're good to go. Um I don't know. I don't really have any expectations for next year. There's a, there's a, there's a couple of big decisions I need to make, um, whether or not I'm going to stay in the military or just get out. Like it's a big, I feel, <clears throat> I feel like there's going to be a big shift in 2024, a big life shift. I don't know if it's a 
good like life good life changing shift or hopefully not bad but I, I you know i think sometime next year i'm gonna make such a big decision to where it's gonna be like okay it's either for the best or the worst i don't know i can't look at i can't look into the future but i can look back at with certainty and say that 2023 was prior uh perhaps one of the, it's a decent year i want to say it's one of the best years of my life but i think this is where it's the year where i'm coming of age i'm coming out of that shell you know starting it's a new me i feel like a new person like i feel different than i did last year and it wasn't on no new year's resolution new me type shit no it just happened so don't have any like don't do that new year's resolution shit i mean if you do that's cool it makes you happy great fantastic i don't do it though i that's i it's not my thing but if you're gonna make a change don't wait until january 1st to do it do it now just let it happen let's do it now again if you're in the new year's resolutions cool that's you great but um, it's not for me. As you can see, this whole coming of age just somehow happened. Just, just didn't happen on January 1st. It just happened when it needed to happen. So, But I can only hope that you guys, my listeners, and I do appreciate, I want to say, like, definitely thank you for um, definitely listening to the show. Matter of fact, let me see something. I'm going to go through what's the top 10 episodes right now as we speak before the year closes out. And again, um, one, the show did take a major shift. Um, <laughs> as far as episodes, like what the what the number one episode is now is pretty surprising. All right, um, give me a second, folks. I'm waiting for my analytics to load up. All right, so I'm gonna go through what's the top ten episodes as we speak, closing out the end of the year. Number ten, ancestry genealogy. Number nine, interracial relationships. Number three, pet peeves, part one, followed by breakups, uh, new hotel experience. Uh, the very first episode, the pilot, which was only um, like seven minutes, is still on this list. It was weird because it was the number one episode for a while. And I was like, this is just the pilot. How was it number one? Um, growing up in the 90s. And then the last three, the top three episodes. Number three, best cartoons from the 90s. Followed by number two, marriage counseling, which was number one for a while. And then somehow in the past few weeks, Christmas movies became the number one episode. Just by far, like completely dusted marriage counseling. So those are my top 10 episodes. Now, as far as countries is concerned, um, I got some new countries that, I, that is now listening to my show. And I'm going to give them a shout out right now. Some new countries that entered the list was um, the Netherlands, Jamaica, and Colombia. Oh, and Puerto Rico. Yeah, I got listeners now. I got four countries in the past week who are some of my listeners. But of course, the United States is my number one base. Um, with 91% of my listeners, Ireland is at number three, I mean, at number two at 3%, and the UK is at 2%, and Estonia is at 1%. Estonia, of all places, and then all the other countries like Belgium, India, Canada, Australia, Germany, Mexico, South Korea, Puerto Rico, Norway, Peru, Uzbekistan, Myanmar, Singapore, Sweden, Argentina, Denmark, New Zealand, Israel, France, Nigeria, Colombia, and Jamaica, and the Netherlands are all less than 1%. The fact that my voice has projected such a distance is amazing in itself. Like I said, I will continue the show. If I even have one listener a day, I'd still do it. Because that just tells me that there's one person that has taken the time out their day to listen to what I'm saying. So, I mean, I thank you all for um, just taking the time to listen to the show, whether it be like five minutes, ten minutes, or the entire show. Once again, I truly do appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so 
Last episode of the year. I'm closing it out. Um, give or take, I should be back on the air again sometime around January 5th or 6th or maybe earlier. But this is definitely going to be the last episode of the year. I don't see another episode being produced. I got a lot of shit going on this next week. So I'll be on the road, work-related stuff. It's not, again, it's, it's um, I'll be on the road. So I can't really do a show. Um, but closing out, uh, thank you again. And then um, I will see you guys next year. Hey, and send me an email again. Um, what you call it? Um, <laughs> the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Um, let me know what you got for Christmas. I mean, I, I was meaning to do a Christmas episode yesterday, but I kind of chilled out. So I didn't quite do the episode. I was just like, all right, now nah, I'm going to just relax. It was a boring Christmas because, again, my family, I wasn't around my family. So it was, it, it, the Christmas hit different this year. It really did. So maybe next year I'll make it up um, in a big way. But, you know, work is work and whatever it is, it is what it is. I got to put food on the table. I got to do what I need to do. All right, so hey, thanks for listening, and once again, happy holidays, and in case yes, I missed everybody, Merry Christmas, even though it's over. Uh, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, and uh, most importantly, um, happy New Year, and we'll do this again next year, or in the next week, which is next year, but you get the idea. All right, so hey, thanks for listening. Have a great one. Have a happy New Year. We'll do it again next time. Peace. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it